And today I uh, am welcomed and humbled and honored to have a special guest for you guys. Um, an individual that I have uh, the, the privilege of calling a great friend. Uh, got to know this individual over the past few years and uh, just a great human being, but also excited because he's now into fatherhood and, and dadhood and dad bod. And this is uh, an individual that truly represents what I believe. Um, as many of you do in regards to what a physique, not only physique, but what a mind and what a body and overall lifestyle should be. So uh, without further ado, I get to welcome from the castle, uh, none other than Mr. Mike O'Hearn. Mike, thanks for being with us today. Thank you. Awesome. So Dad bod number one. Dad bod number one. Just uh, glad to be here, glad to be uh, with Titan and uh, exciting times over these past, what, 16 weeks for you. So... Um, Big, big life change and uh, lots of excitement. I think I've been out here quite a few times and uh, it's just great to see. Uh, it's like, it's like it, Hotel Titan. So, <laughs> but uh, fun times and uh, definitely with the baptism and all that, just uh, exciting times to be a part of this. But uh, one of the biggest things, I guess, because many people know you, right, for the success you've had in fitness, in bodybuilding, um, power bodybuilding, your, your term and your sort of... Um, program and stuff and worldwide, but let's today give the listeners and the viewers and the audience a little bit of a background into to Mike O'Horn, right into the difference. And again, I've seen a big switch. I see a lot more smiles on your face, a lot of, of joy in yours and Mona's life. And it's, it's just great to see it come through. But um, let's, uh, like, I guess what we want to bring the listeners and the audience is really, so we use the term dad bod, right? And dad bod as it was brought to, uh, I call it uh, fruition or whatever, back in 2015 or whatever, is totally, uh, we want to create that myth, right? That's not what a representation is for me. If, if I understand correctly, dad bod is uh, a little bit of a belly or the past. We're going to ask not, you. Not how we do it. So oh, you're going to ask me. We're asking you in a second what's this, this definition. That. But so <laughs> for us, our tagline is the business of being a dad, right? Okay. And we say, hey, the business of being a dad, why? Because in business, if you're the CEO, you want to dominate, right? You want to live high level, you want to set the expectations, you want to be that leader, you want to have that vision, and you want to uh, have that overall lifestyle cast, right, that you're going to dominate in everything you do. And to me, for fatherhood and dad, it's no different, right? So let's go back to answering that question. What in your mind, okay, and tell the audience, what do you think? What's when you hear someone say dad bod, right, what comes to your mind? Uh, superhero. Love it. Uh, yeah, that's the that's the first thing that comes to my, and I think that's because my dad had that type of uh, body and personality that he was a superhero, um, raising ten kids. So I heard, um, hold on, I, ten kids. Ten kids. Dang. Ten kids, and he kept his body. Wow. Isn't that cool? Yeah. Because that's uh, people don't do that. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so he and my mom. Um, raised uh, people and I, I thought of him as a superhero and he looked like Superman to me you know he had the uh, uh, like black Irish you know this jet black hair and the light green eyes um, but he was like a Superman to me and uh, a great body I mean those that was my first uh, look at bodybuilders was was my dad you know these black and white shots of him posing yeah and I'm like wow that's pretty that's pretty cool that's awesome and I, that's what I, I still think of that today I it's a representation. Uh, <clears throat> I know that uh, I had a, fa uh, a son much later in life than most, um, but I think it's a representation. You want to be that superhero to your son. 100%. So where in that 10 do you fall? I am the youngest. The youngest? Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I'm the little boy. 
uh, got my ass kicked by everybody, and that's including my sisters kicked my ass. <laughs> so let's go into a couple things, because like I guess with your father and stuff, we'll talk about some of the, the different characteristics and traits that came through, right? But also I want to paint a different picture, because a lot of people see you as this superhero, right? And they say, hey, this must always just come like real easy to you, and they don't see the, the things behind, right? They don't see the work, they don't see the mindset and stuff, but they also don't see what me and you talk about a lot, and that's more... And I want the other the listeners and audience to see this for you, but it's more about longevity, right? And it's not just about, hey, the weight you can push and what someone looks like. To me, a dad bod is, is more than just a six-pack abs, right? You don't have to have the six-pack abs and stuff, okay? But you have to be what I believe is to be healthy, right? You have to be, if you have children, you have an accountability. You have responsibility to those kids to lead them in the right direction. But also, it's healthy, right? So if someone's doing their best, okay, and they're best and they're healthy and happy, then okay, right? But from that standpoint, talk a little bit about like the transition and how you look at it now that you've had Titan, right? You had different goals and things on a vision before. Has that changed? Do you see like the longevity piece and like being around for him and setting those? Let me see if I can answer this correctly because the one thing is, and I've heard this from my whole life, is you can't, uh, you can't teach your kids in a sense. You can, you can do your best, um, but I was raised where I watched uh, the repetition, the repetition of what they did, how they lived their lives, what they ate, how they um, uh, interacted, uh, my mom and my dad. Um, those are the things that I picked up on. And it was never what he said to me, it's what he did for himself and how he lived. Uh, why did he get up and work out? Why did he get up and work out before school? Um, why did he always say to me uh, when I would ask questions, and, and uh, he was a school teacher, uh, is what he actually did as a job, uh, and he taught school for 27 years, and my mom was an insurance writer, so they both worked. So we had to raise ourselves in a sense, which I love that we were told at a young age, eight and nine, um, you know, hey, it's time to get a paper out, it's time to get a job going, it's kind of time to do things. I learned one thing. I learned it wasn't what he said, it's what he did. Mm-hmm. and. Uh, I've lived my life that way. It's not about what I say. It's about what I do, and I can keep doing day in and day out. And I wish people would watch that aspect of more people. Um, and I think the the one thing that didn't change, which is funny because everybody said as soon as I had a kid, ah, you're done. Say goodbye to the body. Say goodbye to the 4 a.m. workout. Say goodbye to this, which is weird to me because uh, when they said that to me, I couldn't understand um, what that was from them because I don't relate that way. I can't even have the discussion with them because it's, no, not even more will I stay with that. I want him to see that I get up and I get up at three o'clock in the morning to get to the gym at four o'clock in the morning every day um, to, to do that battle with myself to keep the vessel healthy so I can play sports with him when he's 10 or 20. Listen, I'm a 50 year old man. Uh, when he's 20, I'm gonna be 70. So what am I going to be? Am I going to be an old man at 70? Or am I going to be Robbie Robinson at 70 doing 405 telling my son, listen, come on, kiddo, I'm <laughs> 70, you're 20, you should be out squatting me like, up, yeah. twice a month. Wait. And so it's it's my repetition that uh, I just continue forward in the pattern that I'm doing. So I guess even in these past 16 weeks, right, and leading up to nine months, you probably had a lot of different thoughts and you've learned a lot of different lessons, right, just through different things. So what would you say, and I know I'll call it, I think you're – You've been in, even though it's only 16 weeks, right, you've been in, ingrained in this a lot longer, okay? So you've been set up over the years and different things for that, and I, I see that. But what, what would you say is one underrated but important skill 
that a dad should possess? And I've heard some of the different um, terms come through from your father, right? But what would you say is that, that one skill? Uh, to, to listen and, and, uh, is, is the number one thing, to listen. Um, and, and it's not just to him, but to uh, uh, my significant other. Mm -hmm. um, he's going to be watching everything, and he sees everything. And it's how do I interact with her? How do I become a team? And you know what? The one thing that you have to do when you have a kid, and it's interesting, you have to level up again. Every day. And it's interesting. You think, um, and I don't know if this is a common thing, but it's like, okay, I got to give up this, that, and the other thing. Well, that doesn't apply to me and Mona. We, don't, we won't give up what we do. Um, we just have to ante up even more and put in more effort. Um, in a good way, which makes us uh, uh, enjoy that four o'clock workout even more because we got to go four to six and then our next thing, boom, boom, boom. Uh, and our schedule doesn't stop because uh, we can't give it up because yeah. we're, we're flying high right now and, and, and we love it. Um, and so we have to make even the schedule that much tighter. Uh, the only thing that we'll probably give up is more downtime, yeah. um, which is okay because the, the, the downtime will be with him. Uh, and enjoying that. And it does everything that everybody says. I will say that. Uh, everything everybody says throughout my life about having a kid is true. Yeah. And until you're on this side of the fence, you don't realize it. Yeah. I see the smiles and see the just overall glow. So I just, I love seeing that. But let me ask you one question. So now that you're like 50 years old, right? And a lot of people I don't think can envision not having a kid and then having a child at 50, right? Because yeah. you've been in such a repetition mode and like you're setting your ways in different things, right? And I, and I love seeing that. But how has your idea of what it means to be a man sort of changed over the span of your life and even changed over, I'll call it the past year now that you knew you had a kid and then even the 16 weeks, right? How has that evolved and changed for you? Uh, you know what? The best way for me to say that is this. Uh, you think you peak at a certain time. You know, did I peak in, in the uh, 90s when I got all the covers of the magazines? It was on uh, Days of Our Lives and doing these uh, movies and, and winning the Mr. Universe. Well, that's got to be the best it's going to be. But then I hit my 30s and I got another show and I started winning other shows and traveling even more. Well, okay, that's, you're done now. Now, now raise the family, move out to the farm, quit. And now in the 40s, I was, it was continued. I didn't know that I could hit 50 and not peak. And that's a weird thing. Because everybody peaks in high school or college. That was your glory years. And you talk about that for the rest of your life. To peak, and not even to peak at this point, but to be at this level to where now I have a kid. Um, I'm still traveling. I'm still doing everything. And the body is looking better than ever. It, it's an amazing thing. And I'm excited. I'm excited to share that with him. And it makes me more motivated. Um, I mean, you've known me for a few years, and I think uh, we pulled off the shirt this morning on the workout, and you're like, what's going on here? Yeah. You're more sliced than me. I'm never more sliced than <laughs> You are. <laughs> and, 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 you know, it's, it does, it's like it, that caffeine, but it's a natural caffeine because it's coming from the possibility of, of that you created something, you got responsibilities beyond belief, um, and I'm a responsibility guy. Uh, that is something that's deep inside of me. If somebody's there for me, I'm going to be 100% for them. And then this is even different because I brought this into this world. That is 100% my responsibility to do the very best I can for him. And the very best for him is not just feeding him and keeping him clothed, but it's showing him a representation of what 
uh, uh, my dad handed down to me, and I'm going to try to hand down to him. So let's touch on that for a second, because what you touched on right there is, to me, the myth, okay, of what dad bod is. Because a lot of people, I don't know if you read the, the article, I posted the article in regards to, we won't mention, but a certain large franchise that said, hey, 67% of the pop U.S. population now accepts the term dad bod, and they like to be soft, and it said, hey, raise your mug and have another slice of pizza, right? And to me... That is just setting the bar to level up and allow someone to be mediocre, right? Give in to, hey, it's okay now because 67% of the society accepts. So that's what they say, okay? It's a yeah. bullshit study, okay? Wow. But from, from that standpoint. I don't think it's a bullshit but, study. I think it's a real study. And it's how you're making it easier on people. Well, correct, it is. And that's like the excuse level, right? has been lowered to allow those. But that's where I think the dad, but the mentality and different things come in, right? So tailoring into a question is, how do you want to be remembered as first, I'll call it uh, a dad, uh, a father, like a friend? Um, how do you want to be remembered? Like it's changed over time. You probably wanted to be at one time, hey, you want to be Mr. Universe, right? Or Mr. Whatever, okay? And then as you rolled in and got older, hey, maybe you want to be the guy that leaves a legacy of, hey, power bodybuilding and stuff. What do you want to be remembered as? And what do you want your son to remember you as um, when you're that 70, 90? And I know you'll be doing this for a long time, so. <laughs> uh, I think it'd be similar to like what Brandon was, uh, how he looked at his father, Bruce Lee. Um, somebody that changed it. Uh, you know, power bodybuilding is, is my creation to health and fitness. And it's uh, combining the two of uh, being strong but appealing uh, together. Um, and I want to hand that on to him. Uh, the possibility, not the actual philosophy that I did, but the possibility that this kid can create something even bigger than his father uh, and be something incredible. And uh, be proud of me in that same sense. But for me to watch him grow and become his own man, um, but for him to look over at me and just give me that wink like... Thanks for getting me started. That's that's, awesome. that's what I would love. Yeah. Just that 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 uh, I'm right here, Dad. And you started it off. I love it. So let's put this out there. What would you say has been, um, I guess, your hardest challenge in your fatherhood journey so far? And oh, you know what? Uh, wow. So uh, it's interesting. There is a couple things that happen on, on, on the on the fatherhood side. Um, you know. It, I live a life of uh, schedule. I mean, it's I basically self-militaried myself. You know, I'm up at three o'clock, and then I get my meal by three thirty, and I'm at the gym at four o'clock. Um, and even though that doesn't change, what does change is is the partner in crime. Um, uh, you know, I've been uh, with Mona here for five years and stuff. And the one thing you got to be able to go and separate yourself from is is that. Uh, Part, you got to let the mother do the mothering, and, and you lose that time with that person. Um, but you're creating something so much bigger than yourself. And I'm a selfish guy in a sense, and, and I love that time with my girl, but you got to give up a lot of stuff and go, listen, you're not number one no more. Mm -hmm. It's not about you, you know, in a sense. And, and um, I, I, pretty, I live a pretty good life, but I got to give that up, and I got to take care of more responsibilities myself, take things off of her plate. Yeah to allow her to take care of uh, the Titan, the future Titan. Yeah, we have to give so, props to Big M, right? The Romanian he, gangster. Yeah, the so. Romanian gangster Mona. But it, it's an interesting thing where, uh, um, yeah, you've you got to really man up and, and take on more responsibilities. Even though I don't care how responsible you were before, you still got to take on more. Okay. And it's not, and, and 
I think you said it earlier, but you don't have to give up the one just because you have the new thing. Uh, I think even more so. You just juggle more. I, I never, listen, you should never, you want to be a plate full of food and then you start complaining because you got a plate full of food. You know, I asked for this life and I, and, and I love it. And I, I, I don't mind that I got more things on the plate to do. It doesn't matter if I'm traveling or doing what I'm doing, lectures, and, and I just continue to work. Yeah. So let's go back. Youngest of 10, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. In that childhood, I'm sure your parents did a lot of different things. Man, I can't imagine, right? 10 kids. But then from that standpoint, what would you say was your uh, hardest thing that you ever had to deal with growing up as a child? Like what thing did you have to deal with that you had to overcome? And then if you're, if Titan yeah. was in that situation, right? How do you get him through that mindset wise? Uh, looking back, you know, you, you think that you were raised tough or this or that. Uh, I was raised by two people that had to work to feed 10 kids and keep us uh, a house over, uh, a roof over us. Um, and so in that aspect, I had to grow up myself. And the one thing I would say is I want to give him more attention. But at the same time, my parents taught me to grow up and start living and pick a dream and a goal. Um, and because I grew up with a reading problem, uh, school was tough. So I was the kid that was fighting. Um, I was fighting because I was pushed into special ed classes. Um, I was told I was different. Uh, so that was one of the biggest things that I did is, is the fighting and growing up and understanding myself uh, and hopefully Because uh, I don't have ten kids to raise yeah. that I could be a little bit more there for him um, and, and tell him it's okay to be different trust me uh, I always tell anybody I meet and, and all the kids that I meet th- it, throughout The expos and I love this that parents bring me to their kids to meet me and talk about their disabilities the kid have it is all right to be different, and it is all right to be an outcast. Yeah. I think it's the greatest thing in the world to be unlike anybody else and not be average. And I think that's what you're yeah. representing. The dad bod of what we believe a dad bod should be is the few. Correct. And I think there should be more people going, I don't care if I'm 40 or 50 and a half kids. I need to be responsible. I need to get back in shape and show my discipline to my kid. If, if, if all these parents are out there going, it's all right, have pizza. Well, your kid's seeing that you have pizza, so I guess pizza is an okay thing for the kid to have. And then you got a, a society of overweight kids. Whose fault is that? That's the parents' fault. Yeah. It's not the commercials on TV. It's the parents' fault. If the parents are at home and they're eating healthy and training, I'm pretty sure the kid's going to eat healthy and train. Yeah, it's 100% what you said before earlier that I believe that every little thing, whether it's right or wrong, right, they're watching you from yeah. day one, okay? Even Titan, like watching him today, right, he's looking at you and he's seeing things, okay, and he's making judgments in whatever his mind is right now, even though. So I 100% agree with you in regards to if someone's making smart decisions or bad decisions on food, on exercise, whatever it is, if they're given excuses, their children are picking that up, right? Yeah. I've seen that in my, in my own. Like, I've got 19, 15, you know, three, and I see it in all the different things and even catching myself making different bad choices because maybe I'm lazy one day or whatever, right, but I need to make a good one because he's watching or someone else is watching and I see those character traits and stuff come through so I know Titan's only just under five months okay but from that standpoint what would you say if Titan could talk right right now okay what do you think three adjectives or words to describe his dad he would use so far in his life Uh, he eats a lot I don't know adjectives Um, uh, loud (laughs) Uh, always moving uh, and and uh, hot, physically hot. Yeah, because you're older than you're always hot, right? 
Uh, I think he'd pick probably intense. He'd yeah. f focused. Okay, and I think uh, I'd have to say on the other one, determined, right? So, so far, maybe he doesn't understand that. But I guess leading into that, as he's growing up and stuff, right? As he, I know your background in, in judo and martial arts and stuff, and that gave you a lot of different things based on having dyslexia and things, but allowed you to focus on another avenue, right? To, to channel um, that and build your unique right. self, okay? And I love that, being unique. I think there's too many people that try to blend in and be like one another and then fit those excuse molds. But from that standpoint, like how do you see and how will it play in Titan's life, like fitness and act physical activity, okay? And whether it's a team sport or individual, how do you see that being streamlined for him? Like, do you feel that's important as a child grows to have them active? So not just like maybe, because I think what a lot of people think, oh yeah, this father, this mother's pushing this kid to they do this. Know, right? Correct, but to me, if you understand that there's different types of children, right? Different types of athleticism, okay? Like I had determined that myself. So I've got two that, one that plays team sports, right? Is big hockey player driven by himself. One that's dance, but it's a unique individual sport and doesn't do as well in team sports, right? And then three, maybe you have someone who's like a gamer or something, right? So if you understand that athleticism and the mentality and sort of drive of those individuals, you can tailor to that. But do you see that as being an important part of Titan's life moving forward? Yeah, I, I think, for one thing, um, I want to give him something that, first of all, you can't teach or anything like that, and that's just the best health and size that he could possibly uh, gather so he can have his own decisions in, in the future. Um, and that means uh, definitely from a, the start, making sure he eats healthy and, and starts learning his body. Um, obviously, as a parent, one of the things that I instantly changed was I, I'm a football guy and a fighter um, as soon as he was born I said wow no football for this kid I don't mind him having the mentality of a football player um, but I don't want him hurt and so that kind of shows me where I am uh, as a father and and now I kind of see why parents are like ah I don't want you doing this or that so I know the one aspect is health and fitness is going to definitely be a big part of him because that's a big part of us and what I believe is for health um, and also just teach him that he can be a different individual. Um, and that comes through him finding out through music, art. Uh, one thing that we grew up with is music in our family. Um, so uh, we're going to try to have him in some kind of music instrument and some kind of martial arts from a very young age so he can find himself both uh, physically and emotionally. So what do you think, what's one thing that your mom or your dad used to tell you that is true and it resonates now that you see it, hey, because you have a kid, right? And your mom and dad are watching down on you here and there's, what do you think that, that one thing that they used to tell you or a story or something that just, it's resonated now that you have a child, like that's, hey, come true or it's, you're seeing something that maybe from your childhood, what they used to tell you? Pick your goal. Believe in it wholeheartedly and, and, and just go for it regardless. Uh, I had some supportive parents. Um, they would come to the bodybuilding shows, powerlifting shows, football games, wrestling matches, even though my mom uh, didn't care for it because she, you know, she was the one in the stands just you know going, ah! Um, but they were supportive and they said, if you've got a goal, whatever it is, and you got to remember, I came from two parents who were very well educated. My mom... Um, both University of Washington, um, where my mom was a writer. Um, and so they believed wholeheartedly in education, and education was tough for me um, because of the facts I was growing up with uh, reading problems. Um, 
and they saw at an early age that I had a dream and, and they supported that dream. And, and the way they supported it um, was amazing because it was so different than the other nine. Uh, they supported everybody in a different way. Like you talked about, you had three different, three kids that are completely different and we had 10 kids that are completely different. Huh. And they support them in different ways, and they and they they were hands off with me on the dream. They just said, "That is it, choose it and go." Um, and that was one thing that always stayed with me. That I know people say this, and and I know that you talked on stage before, and I've talked on stage before, and and everybody out there is listening to this. When somebody says, "If you find a passion or a dream that you really love, you can make it come true." As bizarre as it seems, whatever it is, I don't care if you want to be a piano player or a ballerina or whatever, if you really love that, that could come true. And if you just need to let yourself go and chase it and don't give up on your dreams. And I think that's one thing I will live with this kid forever and say, if that's what you want to do, you know, if you want to tap dance, you're tap dancing. You'll be the biggest 270-pound tap dancer in the world. But in that sense, I'm supporting you and I'm going to, I'm going to be there for him. So if you, what, I guess, three pieces of advice would you have to give new fathers that are starting their journey um, or fathers that have been in their journey, maybe they're stuck where they are, right? They feel that they need to do something, but they just sort of don't know how to do it. What, what piece of advice, and it doesn't have to be just fitness related, but really like... Okay, yeah, the first one is don't assume that you got to be like every other father. Uh, fathers oh. give up. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and they feel like if they... I don't know where it came into this world that they think if you work out that that's a selfish act and you're taken away from family and stuff. Uh, the selfish act is you not being healthy for your kids to get older. Okay. And I, regardless of how much money you make, I got to work, I got to hustle, I got to work. There's a certain point where if it is all about finance, you're just going to be the richest guy in the graveyard. Yep. It is. Listen, your body is the only thing to get you to point B, A to B. And if that isn't healthy, you know, I don't care how much money you have. We know guys, mm -hmm. and, and I'll tell you this, man, money doesn't make you happy. It is the moments. Um, and if you're happy with yourself and you get that weight off, and I know everybody that's watching this, all your dad bods, and that's, ah, it's pizza, it's this and that. It's not, it's, it's not the pizza. It's how you feel mm -hmm. and what it's doing to your body. If you can change that and you can start getting healthy and you start getting those abs, Trust me, that's going to change everything. And you're going to want to go out with your kid more and want to play more. And you're going to give better time and better quality. Yeah, it builds that self-confidence, right? And I think the confidence that's coming through as a father resonates to then your children as well, right? Yeah. And in anything that they do, they can feel confident about it. And to me, it's about as well, like I said, if I'm healthy and I'm happy and why do we train at 3.30? Because it is, to me, it's not selfish either, right? It's me doing my thing before my family gets up so that I can be a better person and provide more service and value to them, right, with my time. How do you so get your stress out. Correct. That's, that's a great way to get your stress out. And I, I, I want to make sure these people understand this. Just because I won the universe four times, I am not saying a vanity body of abs and correct, muscle. Yeah. I'm not talking about that. I'm the least caring about that. What I'm talking about is that you can put your clothes on and feel healthy and be healthy and go run them six miles or whatever it is, but you can stay active and be out there with your kids. Um, and, and really be in the moment instead of getting achier and slowing down and slowing down and then going, no, no, no kids, let's not do that. So let's not play. Let's just stay here, watch TV, and watch a movie. Well, I love that because, like we say, I use that as a term for them longevity, right? But also, to me, 
it's physical, but it's also mental, right? Because if you said like, hey, I'm going to be 70, okay, and I'm going to be whatever, 60-something, okay, when mine's 20, right? But from that standpoint, looking at how do you keep a sharp mind? How do you grow and dominate? So it is like feeding your mind, not only. So when I talk about dad, but I'm not just saying, hey, it's, it's a physical, right? It's a mental, it's a spiritual, it's a financial piece. And people say, hey, balance. To me, there's never balance, okay? But it's prioritize responsibility and be accountable, accountability to yourself because you have that new offspring or whatever, right? So from, from there, I guess, what, if any, traditions and things that you had growing up that you see now changing? Because before it was you and Mona, right? And living yeah. this busy lifestyle. So what are you excited about as far as, hey, these traditions and different things that you want to do, okay? Maybe it's, I don't know if I see Mike, like the family vacations guy, and I don't see it somewhere on some beach. But what, is that, what does that like, look like for the O'Hearns now, right? What does I it look like for Titan? I can't get out of my mind in about 13 years, I'm going to have a new training partner. It's going to be so fun <laughs> yeah. that I am going to be like the coolest thing in the world. I, it's it's one thing to train with training partners and, and do your thing, but when it's at your kid and you get to teach him everything you've learned and, and slow him down and go, I understand you want to rush and I understand you want to do this, but man, trust me, you're going to pass everybody up if you just <laughs> slow down now and we'll get it later yeah. in a sense. And, and it, it's, it's amazing in the last 16 weeks, and I, all I do is study uh, um mechanics of weightlifting and how to change things and how to get better. Um, I study the nutrition and how to utilize uh, calories or what kind of calories or protein, carbs to do things. And I get to teach him and, and show him this portion of it and see him grow. And not only that, um, I understand difference of training for a youth. Because remember, I trained when I was eight, nine, and 10. And now I understand what I did wrong and how I can train a youngster and that's just gonna help me in life outside of being a father yeah. I get to tell and help all these other fathers say don't have the kids do reps have the kid take the weight down and just hold it there yeah. uh, stop pounding and, and, and bouncing it and stop so it's I'm excited about how much I've learned uh, in the last 16 weeks of weightlifting and I've been lifting for 42 years um, and I'm just curious to see him grow and do that but more than anything else man I was uh, a monster by 13 years old and this kid's going to be out passing me so I can't wait to train with him so how do you do you feel it's important for the dad right to be involved in all the aspects and areas of his life like right now I see you okay more looking at and talking about it with different I'll call it outside experts and stuff but on nutrition right even though he's only 16 weeks people are like going to freak out like he's eating solid food right <laughs> I love seeing him like taking down that banana taking down that sweet potato um, you're pushing I won't call it pushing those boundaries but you're involved in the areas right not just accepting hey what the book said that he should be on oh. on milk and on this and okay but from that aspect learning to because you're you're expanding your mind you're learning new things right along this journey okay and a lot of people they'll just take it and say hey well this says it's 60 the doctor, said, Do this. doctor said this right let me, let me so, go back for a sec because it's gonna it's gonna shock your listeners when we first met the pediatrician and he said uh feeding times and all this and that uh i said doc that ain't right so you're saying I questioned the doctor. 100% I questioned the doctor. Yeah. And then I gave him my point of view on why I'm questioning him. And you know what his response was? You're right, but parents won't do that. Wow. I said, wow. we will. Yeah. And so one of the things was, um, and, and, I, and it's amazing that I learned this, is that everybody talks about get your kids sleeping and try to get them to sleep eight hours a day. 
your kid just came off an IV. And what I mean by that is that she, as the baby is inside the mother, he's hooked up. Yeah. He's continuously feeding. Um, and it's the same way when he first comes out. You need to continuously feed. And everybody's all about the sleep. I'm about the nutrients. You're, the woman's body actually creates food for the baby. The baby's going to sleep. Don't worry about <laughs> that. You keep feeding him. Um, and so by doing that and studying this and then going back and working with this doctor and showing him these things and having him go, wow, I've never seen this before. How did your baby grow four inches at this point? Um, it's cool to me because I could see again when I was such a different kid and an outcast, I'm still that kid and still an outcast and I'm not going to raise this kid like the rest of society that just chalks it up to how books and what the doctors say. I question it. I ask him questions and I apply it to how he's growing and stuff, and which is great. And I, and I wish more people and fathers would be involved in that sense and say, is this the right way? Is, is this? Uh, does the doctor know all there is to know? Or should I study up on it a little bit? I think so many people say, well, you've got big M and you got the Titan, so you got some super genes already, right? So this baby's going to grow, but I can't wait. So you guys going to do, I have to ask the question, right? You got Halloween coming up. Are you guys going to be the Incredibles for Halloween oh. or going to be the Justice League or what? You've already got, by the time Halloween comes, he's probably in two-year-old clothes. So it's uh, crazy. You brought some onesies and I think we brought the 18-month-old. Mona's like, yeah, 18-month. I'm like, he's freaking five months old. So, but uh, excited to see him in those and stuff. It's a but, pretty amazing yeah. thing. And I will say this though. When it comes to dad bod, it's the full package and, and you're representing uh, um, something that you possibly can hand on and everything you said earlier, they watch everything. Um, be the best you can and, and keep trying to grow. Having a child does not mean that you get to clock it up and say, I'm done. It should be a starting point. It should be. Yeah. It should be a, a regeneration of you and going, okay, now I need to really start. And, and it seems like, it, in a lot of sense, in, or in how society takes it now, is that when you have a kid, you're done, your dreams are over, um, whatever that was, no, 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 get realistic, work your nine to five. And it's not, it's the complete opposite. Mm -hmm. Now you get more excited, and it really does get you more motivated. And um, listen, I, I, I think you can even testify, you've seen me over the last couple of years, and it's 16 weeks after having a child, and I would say my body's closing in on the best it's ever been that you've known me. Yeah. And it's not supposed to be that way. You're supposed to get worse after the baby's born. Yeah. And I'm a newbie. Yeah. So, and then you already saw Mo, Mo's ridiculous. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. You guys both though, right? Like 16 weeks and someone says, hey, what about postpartum and different things? And it goes back into, uh, again, both your mindsets, right? Just to be, hey, nothing's ever going to be perfect in, from day one, but better is perfect. And working on bettering yourselves every single day. And he sees that, right? And again, everyone outwardly sees that and just thinks, oh yeah, it's Michael Hearn and, and Mona. But from, again, looking at really the underlying pinions, right? So what I want to do is just want to, uh, most people know where to find you, okay? They know where yes. to find on social media stuff. So we'll put those handles up and stuff in a second. You can tell everyone. But also what I want to let the audience know is there'll be a lot more content, right? So as you're going on this journey and stuff, people are asking, well, hey, dad bod, what's the diets? What's, 
what's the work here? It's what, what can I do to really better me from day one? So um, I know you'll let them know in a second where they can find you, but we'll also address some different questions. We'll put some different content up and, and follow along and hopefully get you uh, contributing a lot more into the DadBud community. But for me, it's a, it's a passion project, right? And I think moving forward, if we can help and, and open more eyes worldwide um, in regards to, hey, it's not over, right? It's, it's a sort of day one and it's that ground to, to better everyone and, and make that movement part of a thing, I think, overall, because just I'll take alone, obesity in the U.S. is crazy, okay? And that comes from us and, and big business and different things like that. But if we can set that example and try to build a, a solid foundation for fatherhood that's not built on quicksand, right? It's not going to go away and um, take one piece at a time. So where can they find you on social media? Uh, type in Michael Hearn for uh, Instagram, <laughs> website, uh, Facebook, uh, Twitter, um, and also Mona Marison, uh, the Romanian gangster. Uh, the same thing, uh, Facebook. Social you got to also tell them if they want to see already Titan's journey, right? They can yeah. go to Titan O'Hearn. Uh, Titan O'Hearn uh, on uh, Instagram. Uh, and you can already see uh, some fun stuff and, and the things that we're trying to teach them. Um, and uh, we're trying to teach them just to have fun and enjoy. And uh, he is a little freak of nature. He was doing sit-ups with me the other day. <laughs> so... Um, Everyone saw him on his bench, right? Yeah, so, he's already inclined benching. Inclined benching more than me. So. No flat bench for him. He's only inclined benching. Uh, but if I can just leave this with one thing, that this is a this is a new start, and it should just it should get you moving to go. Hey, you know what? Uh, I'm I'm putting down the bottle. I'm putting down whatever things are holding me back. Whatever things I'm addicted, and, and, and start focusing on on you getting healthy um, and doing the right thing for him. I love it. So appreciate the time you took today. Definitely. Thanks. I know all our uh, audience and stuff will definitely tune in for this one. And uh, words of wisdom from the Titan. Uh, can't wait to see the Titan's journey, okay? And like I said, I can't wait to be training with this little monster and, and stuff. But it's, it's just an absolutely incredible um, time seeing you guys being involved with this and being involved the in just, are the smiles right? are crazy, but also just uh, seeing the livelihood and joy in, in your guys' life. So um, I do appreciate the time and do appreciate being a part of this and stuff. So thank you very much. And uh, guys, tune in, check out. This episode will go live in a couple days Friday. So you definitely want to uh, stay tuned, check into YouTube um, and on Apple iTunes. And guys, do us a favor if you saw value in this, um, share this with someone that needs to hear these words, right? Words of wisdom, words of encouragement. Maybe they're just starting out. Maybe they've been a father for 10, 20 years, but uh, definitely share this with someone. Give us a like, give us a review on iTunes, and we appreciate the time. And until next time, guys, take care. Have a good day.